Good morning, everybody. Um, it's Tuesday the 27th of um, January. Oh, it's not January, it's February. Um, sorry, my head is all of a muddle. I apologise for not posting yesterday. Um, I had a really upsetting um, day. Um, as you know, I take these letters out and I read them um, while I'm walking my little doggy. And um, I've lost the letter. Um, I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm devastated. Um, even um, now talking about it, I feel so upset that I've lost it. Um, I don't know. It just fell out of my pocket. I've I've retraced my steps. This poor dog's been on um, hours and hours of walking. Um, she's absolutely shattered. Um, but um, it is what it is. Um, I, I didn't take a copy of it, unfortunately. I've got some screenshots um but that that's all i have um but on the flip side i obviously i've read it to you guys so um i've got the word for word um of it but I, i've just lost the actual paperwork i'm going to go out again tomorrow um and just try and find it but i feel i feel i've let her down um yeah i, I feel i've let her down um but I can't do anything about it. I have looked apps absolutely everywhere. Um, basically, what happened is that I was looking at the letter, thinking it was well, it was her book. Um, thinking it was the next bit, but actually, that was the end of her book, and she starts um, another one. I've got this one here, um, and this actually I probably should have read it before because it's actually um, her life story. So this is the start of her of her book, I think. Um, so, um, sorry, I sound really flat today and I, and I, and I am, um, but I, I want to carry on, um, and, um, I said we'll go out again tomorrow and, and search for the letter. Um, I don't stick to pathways when I walk, I'm here, there and everywhere, so, um, but I've retraced steps over and over again and I can't find it. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm going to start with this one, um, so at the top, um, of her um, page she says um the one that did her best with all of them merlin's the name magic i'm not human i am i feel drained used verbally physically mentally um i don't know why i think she's written this so i'll let you see this um and her name um as before you know she has got an unusual name so that's how i knew that's how my dad knew it was me when in the email when i sent it because uh, i mentioned the name and there was only one one lady called merlin that he knew um but i think she's written her life story and then um then has scribbled bits and pieces she was a scribbler she'd pick up random pieces of paper um, and scribble she'd write notes to us that were nice like happy birthday and then in fits of rage would then scribble um some hurtful things um so i don't know what's what spurred this on um but i'm gonna read this bit um so um that's me um one of a twin um as i mentioned before she's a twin twin um funny enough they both had um they both used to fight of who was the eldest even up until the day that she died, um, even at my auntie at my auntie's funeral, she stood up and and in her eulogy, um, told everybody that she was the eldest. <laughs> um, and actually, I found um, 
on her birth certificate, not her birth certificate, but on records, um, next to each of their names is A and B. Um, and she's got B next to her. So I can only assume that means that she was the last twin to come out. That actually my auntie was was the eldest. Um, but there, there we go. That would have been a row if I'd found that and, and shown her. <laughs> um, uh, I was born in India, weighing three pounds to the most wonderful parents. Um, dad was a police sergeant and mummy, a matron in the very hospital I was born in. Um, she was very, she loved her parents. Her parents were her heroes. Um, yeah, I, I feel saddened that, um, they were around for any of her adult life. Um, for you guys that have listened before or those I haven't listened before, um, when they came from India within a year of them arriving, both of them had passed away. Um, and left them as orphans um, they weren't really orphans because there was family here for them but unfortunately they didn't take them in and I don't know why um, they weren't taken in by families but they were put into an orphanage um, run by Catholic nuns um, which again you have to go back because that was a horrific story um, of, her, of her time there um, mum suffered with asthma since the age of four um, but she was very a very strong woman due to her religion. Um, she was Catholic. Um, they did come from a, quite a, a very religious family. The mum's auntie was actually a nun, um, and they went to um, a school, a convent, um, running run by nuns. Um, she did lose her religion after her parents died, um, which I can't I can't blame her. But I have found lots of Bibles and stuff like that. Um, so she, I think she did, did dip in and dip out of her religion. I do remember um, wanting to be christened and she wouldn't do it. Um, so I remember taking my brother on one um, on, on Christmas Eve. It was beautiful, actually, in memory. It was, um, you know, we were given an orange with um, candle in it and on the side was um, jelly tots. And my brother ate them before he'd even got up to the altar. <laughs> so it's so funny how these memories come back into your head. Um, she loved making all our clothes. Um, she was also a great cook. Uh, so my grandmother made my mum and her sister's um, birthday, 14th birthday dresses on the boat um, when they came over. That was a long trip. That took about four months for them to get here. So she had four months to make their dress. Um, I've got a picture of them standing next to their dad and uncle in their dresses that she made. They were beautiful. Um, she stood for no nonsense. One look from her... And we did as we were told. We didn't dare try to find out what would be what would happen if we defied her. I suppose it's called respect. My mum did that with us. You know, um, it was, you know, speak if you were spoken to. Um, she only had to look at us to know that we we had to sit still or, or, or stay where we were or behave or not speak. Um, you know, she, I was quite frightened, actually, of her um, when she was in that in that mode. Um, but yeah, um, we did play the servants up though. Um, th there is some talk of servants. I can't find any pictures, but the house that they lived in, um, it seemed quite grand. It came with the, the, my grandfather's job. Um, but, um, there was always talks about servants. There was talks about servants, um, with them eating their food. So they had to eat, um, a mouthful of food. Mum says a grain of rice a hundred times. But I'm sure it was a mouthful of food. 
Um, but yeah, they were looked after by, by servants. So it must have been a huge shock coming here. Um, I remember mum saying that she was horrified that there was a toilet outside um, in the UK when she was here. Um, I was very mischievous, poke my fingers into things to taste and get myself filthy, dirty, climbing trees, etc, etc. <laughs> um, that is my mum. She was naughty. She was naughty um, and cheeky um, and had always a lot more to confess at confession than my sister. <laughs> so they, they obviously had to go to confession at a very early age. Um, yeah. Um, I got I got that from my very funny father. Mummy and Daddy also had great friends that would come to our house and help make banquets and picnics. Daddy would entertain them. Let's go to the next page. And and that's a lot of stories that Mum used to say. I've got photos actually of um, people dressed up, smoking long cigars and cigarettes and cocktails and stuff like that. So. We can imagine sort of like 1930s, 40s, high society. Um, like in the old films, that's that's what it looked like. And um, yeah, they were, yeah, they, they, they were, they all looked beautiful. Um, Dad, he was seven foot two tall. Um, yeah, she, I, I don't think, there's no way he was seven foot tall, but he was a very tall man. Um, compared to the girls anyway. There's a photograph I said with the girls in their dresses. But mum used to tell everybody that he was seven foot two. I think he was six foot two. Um, he was definitely over six foot. Um, he was quite a storyteller, um, very funny and also very clever. He could make music out of anything. Spoons, combs, guitar, leaves, ma mouth, oh, mouth organ, trumpet drums him and his mates got together on the veranda or even in a dance hall it was him that taught us to dance you know that breaks my heart because she missed him so much and she used to try and make music out of leaves i remember her trying to show me and, and failing abysmally and getting very cross that she couldn't do it like her daddy um, and there's stories, I don't know whether it might be in here, but the, the story that she tells of her father, um, literally her on his toes and him um, dancing with her and, and spinning her around the dance floor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the veranda or even in a dance hall, it was him that taught us to dance, one on each foot. Ah, there it is, yeah. So, oh, it's one of it, so one twin on each foot. But they were tiny girls as well. Oh, that isn't that a wonderful story? You know, she must have such fond memories of that. Um, he had to bend down for us as he was seven foot two tall. Again, with reference to that, how tall he was. I think she just had so many fond memories of him being the gentle giant um, that it didn't really matter how tall he was, does there really? Um, he was seven foot tall and we were only little. We even met Louis Armstrong, the Duke of Edinburgh. I don't think that's actually what it's called. Louis Armstrong. I have to Google that. Um, wow, met Louis Armstrong. I wonder if that's true. Mum was all, all full of these sort of little stories of famous people that she met. I've never heard of that one before. 
Um, she always used to say that um, she went to school um, next door to Cliff Richards. He was one on one side and she was on the other and they used to hold hands over the over the wall. Um, I don't think that was true. But though I did Google where he went to school and actually it was in the area um, that I think that they lived. So it might well have been true. Um, but yeah, so she met Louis Armstrong <laughs> as a little girl. Um, and a few other important people. Um, as in Dad's work, he would escort and guard important people. Oh, that was his job. I remember Mum saying one of the reasons for coming to to the UK is because, uh, uh, yeah, he was um, his his they were in danger. It was getting dangerous in his line of work, um, and that's why they came to came to India. Um, he was also very brave, both in the army and in the armed police force. He reached sergeant in both. <sighs> I must Google this. I would think round about that time because it's during the um, the Second World War, this. So I'm wondering if there was conflict in, in India as well. I remember all the medals he had, at least seven or nine, some in a striped ribbon that he always wore his gun and he would clean it and shine his belt and boots every day yeah it's um a, a memory that um she kept with uh, i've never heard about the gun though um the gun's a new thing um but um the medals were real bone of contention um she left apparently when she left the orphanage she left my auntie with the the medals um and apparently she had them and she never saw them ever again and um that was a massive big row that they always had that auntie wouldn't let her see the medals um and my auntie obviously passed away 10 years before um my mum did and um she was in a relationship with another man who today is still alive but um he won't let his um let won't let my cousins um have her possessions. He's sort of got a shrine in the house and um they can't get hold of any of her belongings, which is awful. I can't imagine. You know, at least I've got all these bits and pieces um around me now. Um but they've got nothing, absolutely nothing. Um so um but they don't don't even know if the medals are there or not. Um, but mum used to say that she stole them and she thinks that she pawned them, which would be awful she has. Um, so time will tell. We'll, we'll wait for this gentleman to pass. He has no family um, and has promised the kids that they can have access to the house once he goes. Um, but we're coming up for 15 years now. So it's a long time to be without these in, these bits and pieces. But mum, even in a letter, I've got somewhere that she asked that when she dies, she wants her, her want daddy's medals with her. Um, so it is my my goal to get to get my hands on those medals. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but um, but we'll see. But I've rambled on now for fifteen minutes, so I'm going to leave it at that because I do feel really flat today. Um, as I said, I've lost those that those her letters. And I've searched everywhere. We've been for hours and hours walking up and down for these letters. And I feel awful. I've lost them. But 
hoping that she'll find them to me. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to pay down the cry. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do another video tomorrow. Pull myself together, give myself a slap. And um I've I've got a few screenshots of um the bits and pieces that she did mention in the letter and obviously I've read it to you guys. Thank God I was doing this podcast or else I wouldn't have these memories. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all the messages. Thank you for all the subscribes. It is important that you subscribe because it, it it gives me support that knowing that somebody is listening. And um, I think we had over 40,000 views, which is fantastic, incredible. Um, so um, I'll speak to you tomorrow and, and pray that I find these letters for me. Um, and I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye.